Arisha, I feel like I know the answer to this, having lived with you, but... Okay, <laughs> it's not... When you're backed into a corner, do you just give in and give up? In the infamous words mm. of Jason Newsmith, okay. a.k.a. Tim Allen in Galaxy Quest, never give up, uh-huh. never surrender. Wow, I love it. And I know that Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City must have felt like she had no other way out because earlier this week she pled guilty to a federal charge of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Yeah, and it was a huge shock to everyone because up until now, Jen has always been very adamant about her innocence. Yeah, she must have watched that movie and was like, you know what, Arisha said it, so let's fight. Okay, first of all, (laughs) that movie is amazing. It has fellow Wondery star Justin Long in it. Uh We love him. Only he would reply to my DMs. We could talk about it. (laughs) Exactly. But, you know, he's booed up now. Sorry. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. Today is Friday, July 15th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. So, Richies, you know we love the Real Housewives franchise for just the best rich lady drama. Like, it's truly just golden. And because it's reality TV, you really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, unless you're one of the producers who are writing the script every week. So I think it's safe to say a lot of people didn't see this coming. Jen Shaw has pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Yeah, so she was originally facing two federal charges. Mm -hmm. In March of last year, she was charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering. 
But earlier this week, she made a deal to plead guilty and the money laundering charge was dropped. Mm -hmm. So in her court hearing on Monday, she said, I knew this was wrong. I knew people were harmed. I am so sorry. Which (laughs) sounds like a smoking gun to me. Yeah. She also agreed to hand over $6.5 million of profits from the fraud she committed and has been ordered to pay up to $9.5 million in restitution. Plus... She's facing up to 30 years in federal prison. That's crazy to me, That's honestly. So and much time. I Yeah. Even one day is too much time in prison for me, <laughs> but 30 right, years. Yeah. We've all seen Orange is the New Black. I mean, come on. That shows. Um, ugh, don't get me started. <laughs> okay. I won't. So these charges came after the U.S. Attorney's Office alleged that Jen was not this wealthy and successful business person that she's portrayed on Real Housewives, which I'm like, okay, tell me more. (laughs) Um, And in a statement released on Monday, the U.S. Attorney's Office said Jen was a key participant in a nationwide scheme that targeted elderly, vulnerable victims. They're basically alleging that Jen and her co-conspirators were involved in a national telemarketing scheme Mm. to sell what they're calling so-called business opportunities with false promises of financial security. Yeah, so the U.S. Attorney's Office said the scheme took place from 2012 until March of 2021. And according to People, prosecutors in the case claimed Jen was part of a coordinated effort to bring in lists of potential victims. They referred to said victims as leads Mm -hmm. and would then sell these leads to telemarketing companies that would try to sell business services to them. These business services were presented as a way for the victims to make money, and then they'd be pressured into buying additional so-called business services. It kind of gives me like MLME scheme. I was thinking the same thing. So Jen and her co-conspirators would allegedly lie to the victims about how much they'd earn after purchasing these services And then Jen would get a profit of the revenue from those sales. Now, the U.S. Attorney's Office says many of these victims were over 55 years old, which unfortunately is pretty common, I feel like, for this kind of scam. Yeah. But also, 55 is like the new 45 right now. Like, 55 doesn't seem old. I don't know. Our generation, I feel like, is so suspicious of everyone and everything. And, like, I feel like 55 and over, like, they're just on the cusp of, like, believing that people are good in this world. (laughs) Not to sound so cynical, but, like... So sad. They're the ones that would, like... They pick up the phone of telemarketers. They pick up phones, numbers that they don't know. They pick up the phone regardless. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, Jen would defraud these vulnerable people out of their savings, which is just awful. Like you said, this has, like, MLM written all over it. It's just a different form. Yeah. It's on the phone. Ugh, the worst. So what makes this plea so shocking is that Jen has been so adamant that she was innocent. Like, even on TV, like during the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion last March, she was like so passionate Mm -hmm. about the fact that she was innocent. She even started to cry. Mm -hmm. And she like starts by talking to the people who've been supportive towards her. And she's like, you know, it's just so hard. You never know, blah, blah, blah. She's like got these giant feathers on her shoulders, (laughs) which I'm like, you're so dramatic right now. And I actually love it. She like has a tissue. She's wiping her tears. And she says that her hope is that we not judge people. And she's like, including myself. Mm -hmm. And one of the moments 
that kind of stuck out to a lot of people is when Andy Cohen is like, hey, you know, the success rate of the New York state attorney is like 95%. (laughs) Classic Andy. Yeah. And then Jen's like, because people take plea deals. Yeah. And it's like, okay, everyone calm down. Foreshadow. I mean, she really made a point, like you were saying, of standing by her original claim. Mm -hmm. At the reunion, she said, I'm fighting this. I'm innocent. I will fight this for every person out there that can't fight for themselves because they don't have the resources or the means, so they don't fight. Which is just kind of like, dear God, you have the resources and the means and you've stopped fighting. (laughs) What does that mean? Right, exactly. There's no hope. (laughs) But then after the reunion, social media, of course, started to weigh in on Jen's situation. Mm -hmm. Not guilty and hashtag free Jen Shaw shirts started popping up online, which I will say the T-shirt industry really has their finger on the pulse. Like they do. And so quickly, like in the span of like four hours of something (laughs) happening, they've got content for all of us. It's crazy. And actually, that's a great point. Yeah. There's so many t-shirts. Should I get into this business? Yes. And at the time, Jen's husband, Sharif, also defended her saying, this cloud will not go away until my wife is vindicated through this trial. So, you know, all of this stuff is why it's like no one was expecting her to be yeah. like. <laughs> she was doubling down. Yeah. She's like, just kidding. I'm guilty now. But like. <laughs> JK. I don't know. <laughs> but. She was kind of, like we said, she's kind of backed in a corner. This might have been her only choice because one of Jen's closest friends and her business associate, Stuart Smith, was also arrested and he was charged for participation in the scheme. But Stuart pleaded guilty and he was going to testify against Jen in court as part of his plea deal. So real shady stuff, but also she blamed him. So at this point. Yeah, it's every man for himself. Yeah, So on the show, Jen often referred to Stuart as her first assistant and business partner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And during the Housewives reunion, Jen confirmed how involved Stuart was in her business operation. And she said, he's been around me for 10 years. As I expand my businesses, I brought him into that. But then weirdly, later on in that same reunion, she kind of seemed to try and distance herself from Stuart. She said he wasn't her partner. And like after their respective indictments, She said they basically stopped talking to each other due to legal cases, which I guess Mm -hmm. makes sense. That'll definitely put a damper on a friendship, I'm sure. Sure will. Slash business partnership. Yeah. So Troy Slayton, who's an L.A. criminal defense attorney, confirmed that Stewart had agreed to testify against Jen. He said, as a cooperating witness, you are required as part of any plea agreement with the federal government to tell them everything that you know, which... (laughs) Calm down, Troy. We've all seen Law and Order. We know. (laughs) He then basically said that as a witness, it's your job to cooperate with them in order to get the best sentencing. It just immediately makes me think of a dream I had where we were going to be in trouble for that murder you committed. Me? And in my dream. Yeah. Okay. Remember I told you this? You you and Ross like robbed and killed somebody. And wow. My first thought was like, this is the prisoner's dilemma. Like, who's gonna flip on who? Because that's how it happens. Whose side were you on? My own. I was like, (laughs) I got to protect myself. I came into it after the murder happened. Anyway, we're getting way off track. But like, it truly is a prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, it is. It's tough. So then Emily D. Baker, who's a legal commentator and also a former L.A. deputy district attorney, told Vulture that Jen was in a difficult position understatement, Mm -hmm. Emily. But she went on to say that prosecutors could bring in all the other defendants to testify against her. Mm. So it seems pretty likely that Jen was trying to avoid a very public trial in which she'd have to face a lot of defendants and friends testifying against her. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of feels like Stuart 
flipping, if we want to use that term, was like uh-huh. her cue to like change course. Uh, I don't know. It's confusing because she was never on Stuart's side, it doesn't sound like. I don't know. Maybe she was like once my first assistant, always my first assistant. And he was like, uh-uh. I got to say now it doesn't really seem like a lot of people are on Jen's <laughs> side. Um <laughs> But it, that wasn't really always the case because mm-hmm. after the reunion and her sob fest, <laughs> people did seem to rally behind her. Like even some of her co-stars backed her up. Like yeah. Lisa Barlow was like, you know, Jen told me she was innocent and I believe her. And Heather Gay said she'd support Jen regardless. She's like, I love Jen. I don't care if she's guilty or not, which you don't. All right, Heather. <laughs> you should. <laughs> So now that Jen has come out as guilty, we're obviously going to hear about this on the show. Yeah. Now, at this point, none of her co-stars have made comments on her guilty plea yet. But the show's new season started filming in March. And there are reports that some of the women on the show will film confessionals to give their reactions and opinions on the news. Of course, that's what reality TV is for. Um, (laughs) It's also been confirmed that Jen is not currently being followed by cameras for the show, which, yeah, (laughs) I get that. She's in trouble. TMZ and everyone else is taking up all the space following her around. That too. On Wednesday, Andy Cohen talked about his feelings on his Sirius XM show. He said, I'm upset and I'm especially upset for her victims. I'm upset that she lied for so long and claimed to me that she was an example of someone being wrongly accused. I don't know. It kind of feels like Andy's trying to make this about him. Well, he's Andy Cohen. I mean, he is (laughs) bravo. Everyone else, shut up. This is about Andy. (laughs) Shut up. Andy also said that watching Jen's dogmatic proclamation of innocence on the reunion led him to believe that, quote, this woman should have her day in court. (gasps) And it's one of those things where I'm like, does he mean that positively or negatively? Negatively. 100%. (laughs) I think. Just trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) He did also open up about how upset he was over Jen lying at the reunion because he said, frankly, you get to know someone and you get to like them. And then he said, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you have something to hide, reality TV may not be the avenue. Yeah. I just feel like he is taking this so personally. And I'm just like, you do know, like, it's TV. Like, I know most people are maybe they're not flat out lying, but there's a lot of embellishment, which one could argue is lying. I mean, look, Andy Cohen is an executive producer of these shows. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what you know, this is what happens when you put a bunch of rich people mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that this show has so many legal battles going on. Like, yeah, what I just do you expect? I don't, yeah, I don't know why he's surprised. It's like, Andy, you're over there counting your checks as all these <laughs> views come in because this is yeah. getting you more news. Like, who are you yeah. kidding? But he's right, though. I mean, like, if she did do this, she... She deserves whatever she gets. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is so problematic, but I just don't know why we're acting surprised. I know. No, you're right. But I mean, like, I I am a little surprised that 30 years in prison is on the table because a lot of these rich people we've seen get away with a lot. Well, so 30 years is often on the table and the rich people only get that's true. three months. I know. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you think she's going to... I mean, she's going to be in what? One of those like white collar prisons for, I don't know, a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Or house arrest. I mean, come on. Her confessionals are going to be done through glass and a phone. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's going to be gold for TV. (laughs) (laughs) Andy's going to be like, and scene. Yeah. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. 
If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review and be sure to tell your friends. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our theme song is by Gems. Scott Velasquez is the music supervisor for Freesound Sync. Michaela Myers is our senior producer. Liam Garrow is our senior editor. Our sound engineers are Sam Ada and Victor Figueroa. Tina Rubio and Marsha Louie are the executive producers for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday. Hey, listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago as we've just released our 200th episode. Join us as we welcome that dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met, who is more difficult to work with, and what motivates them today. Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this bicentennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser! 